Hello and thank you for checking out the Hopewell Valley Student Podcasting Network, a proud partner of the Hopewell Valley Student Publications Network, where students come together to publish student-driven content to share with the world. This network empowers students to become content creators for all different types of digital mediums. For more student-ran podcasts, blogs, artwork, and content, please check out the Hopewell Valley Student Publications Network at www.hvspn.com. The opinions represented within the digital content are those of the content creators. Now please enjoy the following podcast episode. Welcome to my AP Biology Thoughts podcast. My name is Corinna Wyrick and I'll be your host for episode 39 which is titled Unit 1 Macromolecules, The Water Cycle. Today we will be discussing the water cycle. The water cycle is one of a few biogeochemical cycles, which also include the nitrogen and carbon cycles. Each of these cycles is unique, but plays an important role in sustaining life. In the water cycle, water vapor is made when the sun causes evaporation in bodies of water, such as the ocean, by heating the water into vapor. Snow can also be vaporized in the process called sublimation. This vapor is moved by winds to other parts of the world. When it reaches air that is cooler, it condenses into precipitation, which is usually seen as rain or snow. It then returns to the ocean or the land. If it returns to the land, it eventually travels to plants or other bodies of water that will eventually get it back to the ocean. If it is absorbed by plants, the water is used for photosynthesis or can also be lost to the air in transpiration. Since the water cycle is a cycle, It is difficult to find examples of the whole thing. However, we can provide examples for all of the different stages of the water cycle. One example of evaporation would be when the sun warms water in a pond enough to change its state from a liquid to a gas. This can also happen in any body of water, such as oceans, as previously mentioned, lakes, or rivers. After evaporation, the water molecules are in the sky. Precipitation takes many forms, but its most recognizable form is rain. Precipitation is any type of water that falls from the sky, so it can also be in the form of snow, hail, freezing rain, or sleet. The last step of the water cycle is collection, which is when water goes back to its original source. One example of this is if it rains on a lake that leads to an ocean. The lake would carry the water back to the ocean, which is its original source, to be evaporated as the cycle continues. The water cycle is constant, which means that as some water particles are being evaporated, Others are in the form of precipitation, and still others are being collected. The water cycle helps to regulate temperatures in both organisms and on Earth. One example of this is when oceans heat up more slowly than air, since water absorbs light energy. Hydrogen bonds make this possible because it takes more energy to break the hydrogen in water to convert it to a liquid and a gas, and this takes more energy up to heat up a gas that is already a gas. This property keeps the temperature on Earth more stable. Evaporation also helps animals and plants to cool down. Evaporation carries heat energy away from the organism, which which provides cooling. Additionally, water's expansion when it freezes is also caused by hydrogen bonds. When water freezes, the hydrogen bonds move outward to a 90 degree angles, which causes the water molecules to be further apart. This makes it less dense, which is why ice floats on water. Because of this, life is still able to exist under ice in the ocean, 
since the ice floats on top of the water. Thank you for listening to this episode of My AP Biology Thoughts. For more student-run podcasts, make sure that you visit www.hvspn.com. Thanks for joining us and see you next time on My AP Biology Thoughts. Thank you.